yesterday. Just to, yeah. I'm just always there. Oh, word. I was over at his place yesterday, and I thought, you know, if you put, like, Amazon Alexa and that stuff in housing and real estate, because we have, I mean, we talk about stuff like that, and, like, put that in housing, up the value of a house, and then resell the house, you could have smart house tech all over the place. That's been around for a while, but not at the level that voice first or voice tech can influence it. So it's it's all about this changing view towards the sport and the way that actions are viewed differently from a referee's standpoint in time. It changes. Two different refer like referees can make it a different decision for the exact same Com thing. Completely differently. Huh. And you bring up a lot of what you're doing right now is an effect of your experience of the past. The more you're seeing, the more you're practicing, the more diversity you go up against, yeah. the better you're able to make those decisions. Is there a lot of data within the fencing community? like? Data science is a really big thing right now. The more mm -hmm. data you have, the easier it is to train these cameras yep. so that way we can work with Alexa to, to get those kind of insights. Are, is there a lot of data in fencing or is fencing more of a qualitative sport where you don't have hard numbers you, and nobody's really gotten massive data sets of videos yet? So there hasn't been. There is one, one team in Columbus um, that is trying to gather data as much as possible um, and they've been doing a pretty good job of that um, because I think the way the finite sport will work will, get more tailored on in the future is to get that more information like you're talking about. There's a lot of like footage data like you're talking about, but I mean hand speed acceleration or um, foot acceleration, um, body acceleration, like things like that, not just acceleration, right. but like. You could almost, let's say I make a mock-up and I record like every single move that you've ever made mm -hmm. and then I turn that into a virtual reality tool where I can fence you and practice what it would be like and it could kind of simulate. I think that, even though it might seem far away now, could be really useful, both in fencing and in really anything that you do. Yeah, any training style. Right. Yeah. That's another great, I didn't even think about virtual reality and augmented reality, but that's, if you have that data and we're able to do the same kinds of things using Alexa, it's not that far of a step to be able to put someone in a virtual reality scene, yeah. and then no matter where you're at, you can practice fencing. So they did actually make a virtual reality like that at World Championships. You put like a visor on, and you're able to fence Yuki Oda, who's like... He's a, he's a Japanese guy, and he's basically the reason why I'm still fencing. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, I, I mean, Yuki Oda is an incredible athlete, an incredible person. Um, I've had the you know, pleasure of meeting him, talking to him a few times, a great guy. Uh, but what he's done is now the president of the Japanese Fencing Federation and a member of the Olympic Committee for Fencing. Um, I think the latter, I'm not quite sure. But what he did, basically, is he changed it so that uh, in Tokyo 2020, the top four teams in the world automatically qualify for the Olympics making it so that in their regions, the second team, who, who, who usually gets second and doesn't actually get first, can qualify as well. So what that means is, since the United States was number one in the world this year, and there's a very good chance that they're gonna stay in top four until Tokyo in 2020 in two more years. That opens that makes up the it chance so for Brazil. For Brazil, because we always get second. And that, that, that rule literally came into place two years ago for this Olympics. So honestly, I really owe it to Yuki that I'm still here in fencing and doing what I love and having a shot to go to the higher stage. Did you get to try out that virtual reality fencing thing? No, I, I didn't, unfortunately. I really wish I had the chance, but I, I didn't. It, it would have been really cool, though. Okay. We've been chatting for a long time, going back and forth on Instagram, mm -hmm. and you, you've you owned an Alexa device for a long time. Yeah. Oh, great. What, what, how do you use Alexa? Oh, yeah. So, um, 
one of the first times I, I started using Alexa, it had, had me download the Alexa app on the phone. Uh, when I downloaded it, it said, oh, here's some cool um, things that you could use to, to start off. And one of them was a basic morning routine, start my day. And every morning, I have my little matcha tea. It's a Brazilian, oh, it's called chimarrão in Brazil, but it's called mate in the United States. I have a little tea next to me. I have my little piece of toast, and I say, hey, Alexa, start my day. And I take a little bite of my toast, and I have it say, good morning. The weather in Columbus is going to be X, Y, Z. You can expect rainstorms or thunderstorms for the rest of the day. And then it goes on, here's your management tip of the day. And it tells me something about management that, you know what, over the long term, it's probably going to change the way that I think about management or some of the things that it tells me. Like today, I was talking about being empathetic with the people that you work with. If you say something in a boardroom meeting that doesn't seem to sit well physically with someone and they, 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 they squint their eyes or they, they shake their head or something, ask them, something I said doesn't quite sit right with you. What do you think about it? And it's just something that seems um, normal, that seems pretty, I mean, something that anyone would do on a regular day, but it's really putting that in your mind and thinking, okay, next time I see this and I recognize this, let me do that. It gets a little bit closer to the people that you work with and that's, that's, what, that, that's a great thing to have. That's, I mean, it's a very useful... And it's one of the many things that you could have for your morning routine. Like, you could have this day in history and all of these exactly. different things that it tells you. The next you. thing I do is have it say the news from CNN, from CNBC, different news sources. And then it says, have a good day, Julian. What I've done, I think, since Great. the last time I talked to you is what I do now. I'm laying in bed. Google wakes me up in the morning. And half the time, I'll just say, hey, Google, stop. And then I'll go back to sleep. And that's a bad, like, it's a bad alarm clock in that sense. But yeah. now what I've gotten in the habit of doing, I say, stop. Hey, Google, good morning. And then she says similar thing. She's like, yeah. hey, great. Good morning, Pat. The weather in Columbus is this. And then for me, it's like, here's TechCrunch. Here's New York, uh, New York Times Tech Edition. Here's Reuters Tech. And I, I get, I like, it. my tech seed. And then as I'm laying there in bed listening, sometimes I'll doze back off. And then a story will catch my mind. And then all of a sudden I'm like, that's new. Nobody's thought of this yet. It's breaking. And then, then my curiosity is going and now I'm out. Okay. I appreciate you coming on. I'm yeah. curious what you're most interested in or what you're most excited about with voice. With voice, I'm, I'm, I'm most interested in the application and where it can go in the sense that, I mean, I was in, I was in the shower today and I was listening to my Drake's, you know, Drake mix, whatever. And at the end of a song, just start going into a, a one and a half, two minute long ad, and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want, of course, I wanted to flip through, skip to the next ad, but I was in the shower. I couldn't really go and click on my phone, and it wasn't registering. I was like, damn. Alexa, next song. There we go. We would have flipped to the next one. That's not just now, it's when people's hands are full. You know, when. when you when, can make a Google search while you're holding something. Exactly. I mean, when, when, when people have a lot of groceries in their hand, they put their foot underneath the car, a sensor opens the door. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you're carrying your it groceries applies. in. It applies. When people are busy or they have their hands full, there's a passive way of getting knowledge. You know, I, it seems like a lot a far, farther way down the line, but if you can get an Alexa speaking to you when you're in the sleep or when you're even, I mean, when you're passively listening, at a point you can learn when the, you're getting that eight hours of sleep at night. And that's an effective way of getting that. If you can still get your, you know, rejuvenation that you need from your eight hours of sleep, you can learn during that time. That's just something that doesn't seem too far away now. What's your next competition? It's going to be in Bonn in Germany in about three weeks. It's going to be at the Lo Von Bonn tournament. Every Is there year. a name for the, the Lo Von Bonn tournament? I think it's Von Bonn, uh, Bonn, B-O-N-N. -N. It's near Dormagen, 
in um, Germany? Yeah, in Germany. It's going to be a good competition. It's going to be the first one for the team event for the year. Have you been to Germany? I have been. The last two years I went. Amazing place. Pretty cold, but uh, it's really cool. There's some definitely some, uh, some nice sites around. I think um, Beethoven was from around there, I think. I'm not quite sure. Thanks for joining us. King Pleasure. Good luck in Germany. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Nice suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit late, but it's all good. All right, I'll